Hey, everybody. Welcome to the DVIP Group Innovators Live Q&A, your daily live cast coming at you guys every weekday, trying to bring clarity to patents, trademarks, copyrights, trade secrets. Any questions that you guys have, we're going to try to give you guys thorough and complete answers. Uh, if you guys have specific questions related to intellectual property, feel free to send them to Victoria. You can reach her at Victoria at DVIP.com. That's uh, Victoria at DVIP.com. Uh, also, we have a community number, so always feel free to, to text us. This will give you direct access to me. Uh, you'll be able to reach me directly. Number is 415-943-5193. 415-943-5193. Shoot a text. That'll give you direct access to me. And if you guys have specific questions, you can send them, text them to this number, and we'll make sure that we get them answered as best as we can on the show. So uh, this is a Q&A show. So as usual, we like to talk about what we did in prior episode. This is uh, episode number 57. In the past couple episodes, well, actually, I'll let, I'll let Victoria tell us what we did. And uh, she can tell us a little bit about what we've been doing. Um, we've been going over FBAs in the past few episodes this week. And yesterday, we asked the question, why is Defend Trade Secrets Act employee notice essential yeah so super super important if you guys have businesses if you got if you're an employer if you have employees and at, at any with any 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 at all risk where they'll be in in the, when uh if they'll if there's any risk that they'll hold or possess trade secrets your trade secrets it, it's so so important that you guys go back and watch episode 57 because episode 57 covers the Defend Trade Secrets Act notice provisions. And the reason why notice provisions are so important. So if you're an employer, okay, and your employee has your has possession of your trade secrets at any time, in order for them, let's let's say that there is for some reason they they go off and decide to leave your company and take your trade secrets. If you don't have the DTSA notice provisions, then you won't be entitled to exemplary damages or attorney's fees. So it takes the teeth out of the federal remedy that would have otherwise been available to you. And Victoria, you saw how simple it was, right? To add the provision, it was literally like paragraph. All you have to do is add it. Uh, it's just notice. They don't even have to sign it. They just have to be in receipt of the notice. And remember, this applies to your employees and it also implies, applies to your contractors. So just keep that in mind. So yeah, go back, go watch episode 56. Really, really important provision to, to remember and to keep in mind. So we, we, as Victoria pointed out, we've done several episodes on, on, on um, non-disclosure agreements and confidentiality. And today I wanna go back and do some, something on patents. So Victoria, why don't you tell us what the, what the question of the, day, of the day is? Today's question is what USPTO filing fees were recently increased? So this is a really, really important topic, guys, um, because me, yeah, so this is a really, really, thanks, Victoria. This is a super important topic because if you're doing anything filing related with patents, it's really important that you get the fee amount right uh, for multiple reasons. So one is for budget. You want to know how much what you're going to do is going to cost so that you can inform your client if you're an attorney or if you're doing it, if you're a sole inventor or handling the patents yourself. You need to know what, what the fee amounts are. That way you can budget accordingly and you make sure that you have the appropriate funds in order to cover the necessary fees. Now, 
Another reason why it's really important that you're familiar with the fees that are owed is because you want to make sure that you pay the right fee amount, right? If you don't pay the right fee amount, you risk your response or whatever filing you submit not being recorded. So it, you need to, or accept it, I should say, accept it. So you want to make sure that the filings have the right fee amounts. So it's important to keep abreast of what the USPTO fees are. And it's not just for filing, but there's, as we're going to go through in this show, the patent office has recently increased fees across the board for various prosecution items. Um, there, there are some that are going to be super interesting to you guys. For example, non-DOCX filing. So, you know, the, the format, the document, the DOCX word format, that's, they're going to create an incentive for you to actually file with DOCX starting on January 1st. So super, super interesting content, guys. Make sure you guys uh, tune in. You guys are going to want to uh, probably rewatch this video um, because there's some useful tidbits here that we're going to be going over. So the first thing that I'm going to do is, is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share my screen just so that we can go over what it is that the patent office is, has recently announced they're going to increase fees on. So I'm going to go ahead and add, add this. Now this page here that, that I have up, um, I'm not going to post it, but if you just, if you wanted to find this on your own, you could just do, you could just Google, I think I Googled uh, patent fee and, and increase. So super easy to find. You'll be able to find it. I'm not going to spend any time trying to put it on the on the live stream. But basically, what this is saying is is that so some of these fees are going to affect. Um, so some of these fees don't go into effect for another year and a half. So January first, 2022. That's that's importantly that's the DOCX filing requirement incentive. So keep that in mind. It's a big deal, guys. They're completely changing. Before we would just submit our applications with dot PDFs. Now this is going to create a huge incentive for us to file with dot doc X. So big deal, big deal. But let's go through. So basically what this says is that fee increases occur throughout and largely they're due, due to government fee increase, uh, due, to, due to, to the increase in government costs of, of having federal employees employed and just the general cost of doing business. Um, so as we can see, um, I will, where's the section I want to show you guys? Yeah, okay, so this talks about there's comment period. So it's a regulatory agency, so there has to be a commentary period, um, right? Because uh, just uh, just just as a, just some quick, quick background as to why, um, this is actually really interesting. It has to do with administrative agencies, but basically the patent office is an administrative agency and the patent office officials are appointed, appointed members. They're not elected. Right. And so because they're appointed, they, the, everything that they do, the regulations they, they, they put out have to go through a comment period, right? If they were elected, um, they wouldn't need to be a, a comment period. So I just wanted to point that out kind of an interesting administrative agency point. Uh, I'm gonna add this guy back to the stream. Um, Victoria, my, my text is, is a little hard to read, isn't it? It's too, yeah, let me zoom in a little bit. It seems like it's kind of hard. Yeah, there we go. That's way better. Yeah, cool. Okay, is that better? Yes. All right, I'm gonna pull you. Um, so there's a notice period 
And essentially what the patent office has done is it has increased fees generally across the board. So as I say, it's approximately a 5% increase to most fees. And overall, it's an approximately 2% 2 2 annual increase. And again, it's as they say, it's to keep up with inflation and it's for them to keep up their uh, strategic goals, long-term goals. Yeah, and again, it's about cost recovery for certain services. And then they also present new, new fees. These, these are the fees that I discussed before. So the dot docx filing requirement. Again, they're trying to create an incentive um, because by essentially by forcing filers to file with docx, it, it makes their processing easier on their back end. So let's go through. Um, I want to just talk about like the key, some of the key fees. Some of them stood out to me that really affect my practice, our practice here. Uh, the big, big, big one um, is well, surcharge is actually fairly significant. I think so. They're actually increasing the surcharge. So let's say, let's say you're a large entity, and rem remember, we've done content on the show on maintenance fees. So maintenance fees are due at three and a half years, seven and a half years, and eleven and a half years after issuance. Now. If you, for some reason, if you forget, so like you miss seven and a half year mark, if you miss a three and a half year mark, it's okay. You can still file your maintenance fee. However, however, this is the, this is the, the thing you have to pay a surcharge. Um, so you can pay it six months late. So you can pay it. Let's say you miss the three and a half year mark. The patent office is going to send a notice saying, Hey, don't forget about your maintenance fee. You have to pay it and you have, now you have to pay it within six months. So you have to pay it within the fourth year, but we're gonna impose a surcharge. Now the surcharge used to be 160 as you guys can see, but they, they're upping it. They're upping it to 500. So this is pretty significant. That's a pretty big difference. So um, the, big, the big thing to note there is that you're gonna, you guys are gonna want to seriously keep track of those maintenance fees. You really do not wanna have to pay that extra 400 and what, $340 if you can avoid it. So something to keep in mind. So there's, they're upping the maintenance fee surcharges uh, for large entities, okay? So big deal. Uh, another, another point, they're increasing the expedited examination fee for design applications, so for design patents. They're increasing the expedited exam from 900 to 1600, okay? So keep that in mind. They're gonna up these fees. Um, that's pretty significant. Um, I mean, more than, yeah, well, not more than twice, but almost, almost twice. So keep that in mind. Uh, now this is the big one here, guys. This is big, um, uh, because they're there. This is going to affect large entities, um, as well as small entities, but they're increasing the issue fees. Okay. And maintenance fees. So keep that in mind. So the large entity fee is going to increase from 1000 to 1200. So after you get a notice of allowance, you have to pay an issue fee in order for your patent to issue, okay? So in order for your patent to issue, you have to pay this issue fee and they're increasing it. It used to be a thousand for a large entity, 500 for a small entity and 250 for a micro entity. Well, now they're increasing the large entity fee from 1000 to 2000. Oh, sorry, 1000 to 1200. So the small entity fee is also gonna be increased from 500 to 600. So big deal guys, uh, That's this is gonna huge effects across the board for everyone who wants to get their patent issued. Um, I'm not going to talk about reissues, um, but if you do do a reissue, they're also increasing the reissue issue fee. Uh, the Again, they're increasing the uh, maintenance fee at the three and a half year stage, seven and a half year stage, and 11 and a half year stage. 
So the three and a half year stage used to be 1600 or 800 for small entities. They're increasing it to 2000. So now it's a thousand for a small entity. So to keep your, your patent alive, you have to pay a thousand um, at the three and a half year mark. And remember, there's also that surcharge that we just talked about. So if you, for some reason, forget and you have to get the notice and you have to file within what's called the grace period, the six month grace period, you're going to have to, you're going to be hit with that increased surcharge fee as well. So keep that in mind. Um, again, there's three maintenance fees, three and a half year, seven and a half year and 11 and a half year. They're all going up. So three and a half, so the seven and a half maintenance fee, so seven and a half year maintenance fee payment is is now increased by 160 bucks from 3600 to 3760 and then the 11 and a half year maintenance fee is also being increased from 7400 to 7700 okay so pretty significant increase there as well um and again um they give you some some reasoning here as to why and you can read about it if you guys are interested now they're also increasing the uh, the american events act trial fees so IPR request fees, they're increasing it from 15,500 to 19,000. And as you mean, as you can see, it, they're basically increasing the trial fees pretty significantly. And again, the post-grant review pro proceedings, they're increasing them by also by 4,000. So some, if, that, if that's what you guys are, are into and doing, then keep that in mind. They're gonna basically increase the, the filing costs for EIA related trials. Now, the one big thing that I want to talk about now that's super interesting and is going to affect all practitioners is this surcharge that they're going to apply. So if you so if you file, if you're used to filing with PDF, okay, uh, which that's personally what we do in our practice presently, they're going to create an incentive for you to, to not do that anymore. So they want us all to file doc, docx files. Okay. So the doc docx file, is going to be for the spec, the claims, abstracts, and it's going to be required. Um, and again, the, the the reason why they're applying a surcharge is because they're trying to create an incentive, right? So if if you have to pay another four hundred dollars to file by PDF, you're not going to want to do that, right? You're going to want to file docx. That way, you can save the four hundred bucks. Now, why why are they doing it? Well, they say it's because it increases their efficiency, right? It increases their efficiency and accuracy in the examination process. I guess that's because there's an OCR component that's involved in trying to in trying to process a PDF. And so they're able to sidestep that if you if they if they get actual text, if they actually get actual text files in the docx format. So again, it's about increasing examination quality and processing costs. And as I point out, it's also going to increase accessibility. So when you're after the patent application publishes at the 18th month mark, it's going to ease searchability and make it more searchable if they have already in the word format. So this is super interesting, guys. I think um, this is a huge, huge deal. One thing I want to note, though, it doesn't go into effect until January 1st of 2022. So keep that in mind. So practitioners, you, you do have some time before you have to switch to the docx format. However, keep that in mind. January 1st, 2022 is, is just around the corner and coming up. So that's something that you guys are going to want to keep in mind. Um, oh yeah, the Force Invasion just pointed out there's $400 surcharge for uh, non docx filings. Huge. Um, like I said, they're just trying to create a huge incentive. Um, yeah, I think the Force Invasion has a question. I think he's probably typing it out. 
or she. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. The final doesn't take effect until October second. Um, but if you think about it, a lot of a lot of the notices that you're getting now, where fees are going to be due in three months, um, they're already applying to it. So if you get an issue, if you get a notice of allowance today, it's more than likely it's going to have the six hundred dollar, if small entity or twelve hundred dollar large entity issue fee payment because because the issue fee isn't going to be due until after October second. Um, so then there's a question of, well, what happens if you just, if you just pay, um, the $500 fee or the $1,000 fee? Um, and again, that would be saving the client money. Um, I don't know if I would try that. Um, I don't think it's worth the risk of, of having it rejected. Um, the problem is, is that they say that there's a fee due. So I, I'd be more inclined to just, to just be safe and not, and just, just pay, just pay the extra hundred bucks or two hundred bucks. Um, I don't think it's worth the risk of them rejecting it. But, but uh, I definitely see the force invasions point because it's quite a bit of money, and if you can save your client a hundred or two hundred bucks, uh, that's not chump change. Oh man, force invasions. Not, not, uh, not too happy with that answer. <laughs> um, so. That's generally, I mean, that's that's the big deal. Uh, the fact that they're trying to create an incentive for us to stop using PDFs. So that was the main thing. That was actually probably the main takeaway. One of the main main things that inspired this particular episode. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that, that you guys are aware about this. Uh, it's no fun to be surprised by fee increases. It's also no fun when your client is the one telling you about the fee increases. So, so again, thanks you guys for watching. Uh, this is episode 57. This has been a really, really, I think, useful sh useful episode because it's going to, again, these are fee increases across the board. So you're going to have to advise your clients of this, of higher fees, not just for issuance, but also for maintenance, patent maintenance. So big deal. It's going to affect all your clients that have patents. So hopefully you guys found this video useful. I'm going to bring Victoria back on the show uh, to wrap it up. Um, again, this is episode 57. And we have a community number. Please, please text us. Join the community, 415-943-5193. Text us at this number. I will respond directly. And if you have questions, text them our way, and we'll get them on the show. And if you want to be on the show, if you're an entrepreneur or an inventor or an engineer or you just want to talk about intellectual property, uh, please send me a message, and we will try to get you on the show. So thank you so much for watching episode 57, and we will see you tomorrow morning.